Hello, and welcome to the Leadership at Last podcast. I am your host, Greg Raymer. Thank you so much for joining me here on episode nine on this new podcast on leadership. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the differences between introversion and extroversion, in particular, how they apply to leadership, uh, as well as which one makes a better leader. Now, the answer may surprise you which one makes a better leader. Uh, but stick around and we'll talk more about these two uh, personality traits and how they affect your leadership. Welcome to Leadership That Last. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Leadership the Last podcast. I'm your host, Greg Raymer. Thank you so much for joining me here on another episode on this new leadership podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at different personality traits, in specific introversion and extroversion, and a possible third personality trait that I didn't even know existed until I started researching for this episode. And so in particular, we're going to look at introversion and extroversion and how they pertain to leadership, how they can help you be a better leader um, and how they can help you sustain in your leadership, as that's what we talk about here on Leadership That Lasts is being a leader for life. And so we're going to look at to see how to know which one you are, um, whether you're introvert or extrovert or maybe a little bit of both. Um, the third possibility of one of these personality traits, like I said, I learned about this in my research and which one would make you a better leader. And I will give you a little bit of a spoiler here in a second. But before I do that, if you know which one you are, if you already know if you're an introvert or extrovert, um, would you leave a comment here on the YouTube? If you're watching this on YouTube, would you leave a comment in the comment section to let me know which one you are? I'm very interested to know because I'm, I'm very intrigued by these two different personality traits. And then also, if you haven't done so already, uh, if you would leave a rating or review to this podcast, if you're listening to this audibly on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it is, if you would take 30 seconds to just leave a rating and then also review it. Don't just rate it, but review it. It helps to get the word out about this podcast if these different episodes have been helpful for you. So before I begin, before I get too deep into the differences between uh, the introversion and extroversion um, the spoiler alert I wanted to tell you about which one of these makes a better leader is this. Neither. Neither of these make you a better leader. There are certainly pros and cons to being an extrovert and a leader and pros and cons to being an introvert and a leader. And so neither one of these make you a better leader. They may help you in certain circumstances of your leadership, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, but if you're an extrovert, that doesn't mean you're a great leader. If you're an introvert, it doesn't mean you're a great leader. And so, as I said, there may be a third personality trait here that we want to talk about that actually may be, if there is one of these traits that make you a great leader, this third one may be the one that would probably be more effective because it plays in both waters. But before we get too deep into that, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, introversion and extroversion and really kind of the the history of it and where it comes from. Um, it, it really came from uh, Carl Jung. He kind of 
popular, popularized it with uh, some of his uh, studies and research. Um, but these personality traits are often seen as um, more black and white. You're either introverted or you're extroverted. You're, you're not um, one or the other, uh, which is not true. Um, it's actually more of a scale, kind of a introversion being on one side, extroversion being on the other side, and that there are, um, you know, different personality. Like you can be a little bit extroverted and a lot introverted, or a lot extroverted and a little bit introverted, or as we'll talk about here in a second, there's kind of a middle one. Um, but the reality is, according to Pew Research, um, it's actually only 5.3% of the people are extremely introverted, like hard on the introverted side. And 12.8% are extreme introverts. Um, most people have traits from both personality types, but certainly uh, lean towards one or the other. And I'll share with you how I fall on this scale here in a second. Um, but I come to learn that there's actually a third personality trait when we talk about introversion and extroversion, and it's known as being an ambivert. And that means you fall smack dab in the middle. And ambiverts make up, according to that Pew Research, 43.6% of the population. And so that one, actually, if you're an ambivert, it might help you a little bit more in your leadership, actually, because you kind of play well in both waters. Um, you And we'll talk about the different characteristics uh, later on in the podcast, but... Um, that's kind of a good personality trait to have. And it seems like almost half of the population could be ca categorized as an ambivert because you're able to understand both personalities pretty well. And so as we think about these different, um, different personality traits, um, and we'll get into them in more specific here in a second, but um, I wanted to talk about why it's important to uh, know where you are on the scale. Um, it's very important because it's it helps you to understand who you are. It helps you to understand how you're quote unquote wired and that will help you in your leadership. And so I want to share a quick story with you about my life um, for the majority of my life until about 10 years or so ago. Um, I thought there was something wrong with me uh, because I um, didn't really like large crowds. I didn't like going to parties for long periods of time. Um, I wasn't the person that would start a conversation, although I could hang in a conversation if it was, you know, a small group or one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I think a lot. I don't verbalize until I've processed um, a situation. Um, I'm not a big speaker. I can public. I can speak in public. I, I've given sermons in the past. Um, but I'm pretty exhausted afterwards. And so um, if you know anything about introversion and extroversion, you've probably guessed that I am more introverted than extroverted. And about 10 or so years ago, I took the Myers-Briggs test during a, a training for a leadership training for the, the company I worked for at the time. And we did a deep dive into the assessment and I realized that I was more introverted than extroverted Although at that time, not um, not like hard on the introvert side, um, but not not really in the extrovert side, and so I I may even 
possibly be categorized as an ambivert, but I think I'm more introverted, but I have some extrovert tendencies. And so um, once I found that out about myself, that was massive. That revolutionized me as an individual, me as an employee, me as an eventual leader, as I started to have more confidence in myself because I understood who I was and I understood why I was wired. I understood more how or why I did the things I did. So I no longer saw myself as, you know, being a thinker or not wanting to start conversations as a negative thing. It was just who I was. And so it helped me to understand uh, who I was. So I was able to, in moments where I needed to kind of, kind of roll into the extrovert side of things, I could like get the energy I needed to, to do those things, but also understand I can't pack my day with extrovert, um, extrovert, um, uh, uh, what's the word extrovert, um, activities. And so I may be able to have, hold a meeting or, or have a conversation with somebody, but I may not be only, I may only be able to do that once or twice a day where there are other people that that's all they want to do is be in meetings and on the phone talking to people. And those are more highly extroverted people. So once I understood who I was, once I understood my personality, I was able to grow as a person and grow as a leader. And it helped me to get other leadership positions because I had the confidence that I, I could be a leader. Um, I could be the person that needed to fill that role. And so there are uh, many, uh, you know, people that are leaders and are introverts. And, and so it gave me the confidence to understand that and uh, grow as a person and grow as a leader. And so let's look at these, well, three different personality traits, introvert, extrovert, and ambivert in a little more detail. So we can maybe get a better understanding of what uh, these different personality traits are. And not only that, I want to talk specifically about how they play into leadership. And so not just in general, like, you know, as an introvert, you are this, but how it's a pro and can be a con in leadership. And so I'm going to run down some of these characteristics, these bullet points here uh, for an introvert. And then I'm going to talk about um, some of the pros and cons for each. And then I'll go on to extrovert and ambivert. So an introvert in general, is somebody who focuses on internal stimulation, okay? So they're not like selfish inward focus so much as they just are um, focused on the internal stimuli versus external stimuli, which would be for an extrovert, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, But some characteristics are introverts are typically inward focused. They work better alone. They're easily distracted. I can attest to that. Um, they prefer email communication over phone conversation or one-on-one or, you know, talking face to face. They're good writers, uh, which I've been told I am. They think about decisions before acting, which is big for me. <laughs> that is something that I, I think most people that know me well would characterize that of me. Uh, they have meaningful conversations, um, they tend to be more creative and they don't have a lot of friends, but the ones they do, they're really close with. And so I can track with all of those things. And so that's why I believe um, I am definitely more introverted than extroverted. Um, 
because I am more inward focused. I, I prefer to work alone. Um, I am easily distracted. I definitely prefer email communication over phone calls or text message over phone calls in particular. Um, I do feel like I'm a good writer. I like writing. Uh, I do think a lot about my decisions before I act. And um, I do like to have meaningful conversations, uh, long conversations with people that I trust. And so uh, I definitely think I'm more introverted, but so those are some of the pros to being an introvert is, um, you know, you, you obviously are able to communicate well, especially over written communication. Um, you think strategically about what needs to happen before you act. So a lot of pros within um, leadership can be you're not going to be hot-headed, so to speak. You're not going to make irrational decisions because you're going to think about the consequences of decisions that are made uh, prior to making them instead of just uh, flying off the seat of your pants and possibly making a disastrous decision because you didn't take a few minutes to consider the pros and cons of a decision. Um, you are uh, able to work long periods by yourself um, you don't need to be around other people. And, and that probably played really well within the pandemic recently uh, for people that wanted to work alone. But even me as an introvert, I will be honest, as a side note uh, on the pandemic, there were moments where like, man, I'm tired of being locked up. I, I need I need to hang out with some people. So uh, but you have meaningful conversations, which means that people feel that you appreciate them Um you don't just like to have fluff conversations with people um, and you enjoy um, going deep with people. You enjoy the deepness of conversations and not just the surface. And uh, if you are an introvert, you tend to be more creative, which could allow you to think outside the box, which means that you're a thinker. So you're thinking about different solutions instead of just focusing on one thing and moving and missing great opportunities that could be around you because you're so myopic and just reacting instead of thinking about things. Um, and so those are some pros to being an introvert and a leader. Um, some of the cons could be the working alone piece. A lot, oftentimes in leadership positions, whether it's in the office or in the family or in your community organization, um, it it requires teamwork. And so introverts can struggle with teamwork because, um, you know, they'll, they'll do it, but they don't really want to be there. And they're usually not their best selves in a team situation. Um, they're more like I could speaking for myself, I would be more, uh, apt to like, let's get this meeting over with so I can go do the thing by myself in the office with the door closed or my headphones in. Um, where there are other people that just want to like, let's start working on it right now all together in the same room. And that, you know, makes me anxious. And so those can be some cons. If you need to be in a teamwork situation, um, being an introvert um, may uh, prohibit some of your productivity. Um, you know, sometimes email communication, if you prefer email communication as an introvert, email communication can come off cold um, to people. So um, it really is more important in some situations to go talk to somebody face to face, um, go have a conversation either face to face or over the phone to be able to talk about the nuances of whatever you're trying to communicate instead of just cold text or email communication where you can't really get the personality or you really can't get the maybe context or characteristics of what you're trying to explain through email communication. Cause that can be cold. Um, 
And sometimes when you think about your decision before you act, uh, there are situations where you need to act. <laughs> and thinking about it too long, you what's that 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 term? Um, paralysis by analysis. Um, I fall into that as an introvert. Sometimes I can overthink a situation. I can overthink. Uh, something I'm trying to do, whether it's something I want to write. Sometimes I end up not writing something, a blog or or a podcast episode or whatever, um, because I, I overthink it instead of just doing. And there, there are times where just starting, just getting it out, um, begin to get it out will help build um, whatever it is, that creative thing you're doing. Um, so sometimes if you think too deeply about things, um, that can actually be a hindrance because sometimes you just need to react. And so those are some pros and cons to introverts. So as you can see, introvert, um, you know, there are good things about being an introvert and and bad things about being an introvert when it comes to leadership. Um, And extroverts would be the next topic here. Extroverts would be the next section. So extrovert would be somebody who is, you know, kind of the opposite of introverts. So um, they are, instead of being internally focused, they're externally focused. Uh, stimulated. Um, so some of the characteristics and pros and cons of an extroverted leader are, um, we'll talk about the characteristics first. Characteristics is they're outward focused. Um, they work better in teams. They're easily bored. Um, phone calls, they prefer phone calls over emails or text. They're good speakers. They act on a decision before thinking. And they prefer small talk over deep conversation They tend to go with the flow and have a lot of friends, but they're not really close to many people. And so, again, these are generalities. I know this, you know, there's a lot of nuance to both of these things, but these are generalities with extroverted um, leaders. And so let's look at the pros of what it looks like to be an outward or an extroverted person, outward focused person. So, like I said, you work better in teams. So oftentimes in these settings, teamwork is important. Um, you know, you know, to be able to work together with other people, other personalities, uh, is a good thing. Um, although sometimes extroverted people, they have a hard time working with introverted people cause they don't understand why don't you want to work with me? Like they take it personal, um, that, uh, they, they don't want to do the same thing that an extroverted person wants to do. So sometimes if you're working with an introverted person as an extrovert, that can be hard, um, extroverts are easily bored, which can cause, well, I guess the negative to that being easily bored, it can cause problems because then you start to make up things to do that don't necessarily need to happen, but because you're bored, um, and you don't, I guess, have the ability to kind of focus, um, on something, then you're going to make up, um, other things to do that maybe don't need to happen and, you um, start to put priorities towards things that will take away from other um, earlier priorities. And so pro is, you know, if you enjoy talking on the phone or talking face to face, you're able to hopefully get your, your, the thing that you need to communicate out to that person easier. And hopefully it lands uh, in a better way than maybe the coldness of emails at times. Uh, you're a good speaker. So, you know, you, you see this in, in movies and um, where these these gregarious leaders come up and they give this big orator, you know, the oration about, you know, how we're going to move the company forward or move the the military regiment forward or do this or conquer this or whatever. And so 
you know, there are times when that needs to happen. There are times when leaders need to speak up and when, you know, maybe times are going tough or um, the team is uncertain of what to do. Just having somebody speak up and be able to communicate, you know, verbally um, is really helpful and really good um, in leadership. And um, so a lot of extroverts can tend to be seen as leaders because they are people that speak when a lot of times the team is just kind of waiting for somebody to say something and give them direction. And so extroverts tend to be, uh, you know, better at speaking and more confident to be able to speak in front of other people. Um, acting on a decision before thinking, again, there's, there are times when you need to act and, and not wait around and overthink things. Um, and before small talk, preferring small talk to deeper conversations um, I've seen the positive to this when sometimes I've missed relationships or missed maybe networking with people because I'm too nervous or anxious to go talk to them to go start a conversation. And I, there are so many times I wish I had the ability to do small talk or I wish I had the confidence to, to um, do small talk um, so I could start conversations to get to know people because there are times where, you know, I do want to get to know um, people and, um, and grow relationships within the business. And so, um, so those are some of the pros that, um, extroverts have some of the cons to being an extrovert is, um, again, like I said, if you're easily bored, sometimes you'll create tasks that don't really need to happen just because you feel like something needs to, needs to take place. Um, you know, sometimes you can, extroverts can place their personality on other people so like, for instance, if you're somebody that wants to talk all the time and you get energy from that, which expert extroverts do, if you if you're working with a more introverted person and you want them to call you, you want them to talk all the time, um, you want them to be in communication like that's going to drain that person and that's going to take away their creativity. It's going to take away their production because they're now exhausted because you spent time communicating with them uh, instead of thinking about their personality and saying maybe th this person does prefer email or prefer text messages. And so, you know, try to find a world where maybe you do a little bit of talking, but also a little bit of communication through email, like start a conversation, have a two minute conversation, follow up with email. And that'll help with somebody who may be a little bit more introverted and not want to have these long drawn out conversations because it just exhausts them. Um, so that could be a con to it. Um, sometimes being a good speaker and wanting to speak all the time um, actually is can can be a bad thing because sometimes you put your foot in your mouth. Sometimes you you gotta you gotta talk just to talk. You can't have silence. You can't be bored. So you just start saying things and you can say hurtful things. You can um, you know maybe derail the team. You know with some communication that doesn't you know is not pertinent to the moment. And so that can be a con to being somebody who likes to talk all the time and acting on a decision before thinking sometimes is bad. <laughs> you got to consider the situation at times, consider the people in the room, um, consider the circumstances. Um, and so sometimes it's good to stop and consider the pros and cons before acting and extroverts oftentimes just act before thinking. And, um, you know, Sometimes deep conversation is good, as it says here, that extroverts prefer small talk over deep conversation. And so, again, if you're just small talk, if you're on the surface with the people that you're leading, 
um, and they never feel like you really care about them. Again, I just I don't think in the long run that's going to play well. I think it's going to serve you well because you don't have to expend the energy to get to know the people. But if the people that you that were working for you or working with you in your leadership um, that are under your leadership, if they don't know that you care, like I've said this a hundred thousand times before, um, they're just not going to work as hard for you as as they would if if they felt like they were appreciated. And so that's just something to really consider as an extrovert. And so we'll move here into ambiverts. And so you guessed it. Ambiverts are like the perfect balance between introverts and extroverts. And while most of the population plays in both waters of introverts and extroverts, um, a little under half the population is actually really considered ambivert. And so some common characteristics of an ambivert are this. They get along with everyone because they understand both sides. They understand introversion and extroversion. They're big thinkers. Uh, they have a hard time making a decision. Um, they're great to try new things as long as somebody they know is there. Um, I can attest to this. Um, uh, they like being alone with other people uh, close by. So think about this with like being in a coffee shop. Like you're, they're by themselves with their laptop or a book, you know, in the corner or in a booth or whatever. But they're in a place where there are other people around. So they don't have to necessarily interact with those other people, but they don't necessarily want to be like in a room by themselves with no one else. And so they're, they're kind of middle ground there. Uh, they're fantastic listeners. Um, so they're able to communicate with you, but also listen because they don't have to be talking all the time. Um, and they can talk forever on one-on-one -on -one conversations with trusted people. Uh, I, this is big for me. I For somebody who is more introverted, the next reverted, I, I can have hours long conversation with somebody on a topic that uh, I like. And so if you want to talk about leadership and I trust you, man, we could talk for a long time about it. So uh, they're pretty balanced people, as you can imagine, because they play in both waters and they're very empathetic, as you may be able to imagine as well, because they understand the pros and cons to introversion and extroversion and are able to uh, relate to, to both those personality traits. And so, you know, if we had to pick one of these personality traits to be as a leader, I think ambivert would be the one that you would want to strive for. And so even if you're not categorized strictly as an ambivert, I think if you can learn to live in both traits. So if you know that you're an introvert, you know, work on being more extroverted. Same thing. If you're an extrovert, work on understanding and being a little more introverted. Maybe you don't have to talk all the time. Maybe you, like I said, can communicate through text messages versus email. I mean, versus, uh, you know, conversation. Um, same with, with an introvert. I have have learned to understand that there are times I need to make a phone call to somebody or I need to have a conversation or I need to give a big presentation um, to somebody. And so um, work on those traits. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to put some notes here in the show notes. I'm going to put some links in the show notes where you can go and learn more about these personality traits, like the Myers-Briggs, um, assessment, or, uh, there's definitely some different websites and blogs out there that talk about these different personalities. So I'll link those there in the show notes, but the big takeaway from this, uh, podcast episode is simply understand who you are. So do some work, do some research on who you are. Are you more introverted or extroverted, or maybe you're in the middle and 
understand that just because you're one or the other doesn't mean you're you're wrong or right, good or bad. It just means that you know you now know more about yourself and you're able to um, operate in your leadership that way because now you're able to um, help others. Uh, you're able to you know kind of change your personality a little bit or adjust your personality a little bit to be able to speak more towards the other personality trait. And so um, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast. And I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, again, I'd love for you to leave a rating review wherever you consume this content, this podcast audibly, or if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe to this channel. Uh, like this video and subscribe to this channel and leave a comment. Which one are you? Are you extrovert or an introvert? Or have you learned something more um, about um, these traits from this particular episode? Thank you so much again for listening, and I'll see you back here next week on Leadership That Lasts.